Hi, and welcome to our second Sunday of Easter. Alleluia! Christ has risen. He has risen indeed. Alleluia! In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I know that my Redeemer lives, the one who calls me see God face to face, to see with my own eyes. I know that my Redeemer lives, that I shall rise again. I know that my Redeemer lives, that I shall of the Lord, when God will wipe away our tears, and death will be no more. I know that my Redeemer lives, that I shall Last day I shall rise
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God of life, you reach out to us amid our fears with the wounded hands of your risen Son. By your Spirit's breath, revive our faith in your mercy and strengthen us to be the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails in my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name, the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. If it's too good to be true, it probably isn't. Is that what Thomas was thinking as the other disciples tried to convince him they had seen Jesus? 
It seemed as incredible as what the women tried to tell them after they visited the tomb and had a wild story about two men in dazzling white clothes. If anyone really believed Jesus was alive, why were we still are we still hiding in a locked room, afraid of the Jews? Thomas thought as he shook his head and tried to ignore the rantings of his friends. He walked around the room, looking under the table, behind the curtains, and even opened the door as he laughed at them and said, I don't see Jesus anywhere. The others gave up. They knew Thomas was not going to believe them. He needed to see Jesus for himself. But they were not sure if that would ever happen. In the meantime, they knew who they saw, and they knew that Jesus was alive and had risen from the dead just as he had promised he would do on the third day. Nothing, not even Thomas's mocking, could take away the gift that Jesus had given them, the Holy Spirit. Jesus knew he had to make sure all of his twelve disciples had the same opportunity to see him. So he came back when Thomas was there with the others in the same house, in the same room. Jesus saw the puzzlement on Thomas's face when he appeared. It was as if Thomas was trying to understand who was in front of him. Jesus walked up to Thomas and let him touch his wounds. When his hands touched Jesus' hands and sighed, his puzzlement changed to believing. For at least this time, what was too good to be true was true. The other disciples began to taunt Thomas. We told you, you should have believed us. Why did you need to touch Jesus to believe? You aren't as loyal a disciple as you think you are. But Jesus held up his hand to hush them. Then Jesus said, Have you so quickly forgot? When I came to you last week that you also saw my hands and my side, you needed proof too. I saw the looks on your faces when I first appeared. You were not convinced it was me, until you saw my wounds. You mock your friend Thomas, but you are no better. You believe because you see me, but you have a big job ahead of you. I will be going to the Father, and it will be up to you to help those who will not see me, but must believe. That is why I have given you the Holy Spirit. The Spirit will help give you the strength you need to spread the good news of my resurrection and what it means for everyone. Everyone now has new life in me. The disciples solemnly listened to all Jesus told them and clung to every move Jesus made until it was his time to ascend to his Father. It was during this time that the disciples learned more about their calling and how they would function once Jesus was gone. They dreaded Jesus' departure, but knew they had many people who were waiting to receive the good news of Jesus Christ. It was up to them to show people 
how to believe in what they have not seen. And that is the same calling we have today. Jesus will not appear to us as he did to the disciples. We will not be able to talk to him or touch his wounds, yet we are called to believe and give that same belief to others. What we do have to help us is the Holy Spirit. That same Holy Spirit that Jesus breathed on his disciples, we receive in our baptism. The same Holy Spirit that prompted the disciples to go out and spread the good news of Jesus Christ stirs in us every day. Why, what, what is the Holy Spirit stirring you to do today? Who do you know who did not hear the Easter story or has trouble believing it? How can you be like the first disciples and go out to show people what Jesus offers them? You may have tried to talk to people about Jesus only to have them turn away. What Jesus is offering people is hard to believe. There are more Thomases in this world than we realize. People want concrete evidence, not just words. Just like Thomas didn't listen to his friends and only believed when he saw Jesus for himself. It can be frustrating, but we can't stop trying we never know whose life may be changed by our faith. Jesus said, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Listen carefully to those words, especially come to believe. That phrase suggests that it may be a slow process. It may take many times of talking and people asking questions. It most likely will be a gradual understanding of what Jesus means to us and what Jesus wants for all people. And unfortunately, it may take a tragedy or an unsettling occurrence to bring people to God. It is in those times that we need to be there to care for them. It is not a time to preach, but to listen to show them through actions, not words, how much they are loved and cared for by God and the people God has sent into their lives. There will always be doubting Thomases, but maybe we can help lower the numbers. One way to bring people to faith is to begin early. When a child is baptized, there are promises the parents make to God. One is to bring the child to worship, teach them about God, and to give them a Bible. Many of these promises are broken. How can we help these parents fulfill their promises? Coming to worship in Sunday school is an excellent way to learn about Jesus and to keep from being lured away from his teachings. Let the Holy Spirit stir in you and find someone in your life who has strayed and needs to find the path back to Jesus Christ. Go out like the early disciples, 
Be bold in your proclamation that Jesus Christ is our salvation. Your words and actions may not always give you the results you had hoped for, but it will give you the satisfaction in knowing that you are blessed because you have not seen and yet believe, and that is the same blessing you are giving to others. Watch out, the Thomases of this world, because we are out to get you. Amen. Using the words of the Nicene Creed, let us confess our holy faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, True God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. 
He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Set free from captivity to sin and death, we pray to the God of resurrection for the church, people in need, and all creation. Holy One, who acts righteously, equip your church as witnesses of your goodness to go and tell others of your abundant love, that they may believe that Jesus is our salvation and life. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Renew your people's commitment to use resources responsibly and to live in harmony with your creation. Help us to recognize signs of resurrection life in the natural world. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Direct those who are given human authority to lead with humility and compassion. By your Holy Spirit, stir in them the desire to serve those most in need. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Uphold your children who cry out to you and breathe into them your life and your peace. We pray especially for those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Inspire those who lead your people in worship and praise. Send for us forth to spread the, that joy to others. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us the words of your saints who, like Thomas, boldly confessed your Son as Lord and God. With Jesus, our leader, empower us to live according to his ways. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In your mercy, O God, respond to these prayers and renew us by your life-giving spirit through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.
Go in peace. Share the good news. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He has risen indeed. Alleluia. Thanks be to God.